Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode four of The Boys, presented by Shitpost. I am joined, as always, by Kyle, CJ, and not JB. He actually, his company pays him to go on uh, beer pong tournaments and really just get fucking shithouse hammered. So he's actually at a beer pong tournament tonight in Kazakhstan. It's actually really fucking weird. He said that he had to board a flight and... Uh, and I didn't ask any questions, but I'm here with Kyle and CJ. Boys, how are we feeling? What's going on? Feeling great. I'm, I'm great. I'm I'm drinking beer in my car, so can't can't be. Well, any worse what else? Is, I'm not driving. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not driving. We don't condone drinking and driving. I'm just sitting at my house because there's a construction man putting together a shower. So yeah, you can still get a DUI, bud. Oh, I know. I'm just hoping a cop doesn't pull up behind me or something. That'd be real fucking weird, wouldn't it? Why be a hell of a thing to be on the podcast. Yeah, be a, a hell of a hell of a conversation. A live DUI on the podcast. We 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 be able to <laughs> we be able to set up your GoFundMe in real time. <laughs> we would turn this into a live stream over on Facebook, and we'd have I don't know, like seven dollars by the end of the night. But hell yeah, at least at, at least bare, seven dollars, bare minimum, stacking coin, boys. There's snow on the ground. Um, I had driving. Boy, is there? I, I had to drive to work today because, well, I'm not going to get into it. We, we, hippies need their, <laughs> hippies need their weed. So, C- CJ, uh, we kind of fucked we kind of fucked it up there. He said, "Boys, there's snow on the ground," and we should have said, "How much snow is there?" <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm good on that. I I already made the your mom gets plowed first joke, so I'm good today. I made it. I made it for you. Yeah, I know. Picking up my flax. <laughs> <laughs> he set you up large boys we're recording this on a thursday night i know it's been we're a few days removed from the uh, championship sunday but we're gonna hop right into it with weekend recap bengals 27 chiefs 24 the final in overtime boys joe burrow how big of a cock does joe burrow have i guarantee it's at least eight and a half inches because this motherfucker all he does all the bengals are doing right now no, nobody in their fucking mother thought the Bengals were going to make this much noise in this season. This Eli is the, Apple's going to the Super Bowl. Isn't that a wild fucking thing to I'm say? I'm not okay loud? with it, man. No, no, it, it, it doesn't seem right. This guy, we were just watching the Eli Apple and the Giants, what, last year, two years ago, just being a prolapsed anus all over the field. Like this and dude. He's, he's still a, pre-lapsed, a prolapsed anus. It, it's just he's on a winning team. He's going to the Super Bowl. It's the, same, it's the same thing I felt about Antonio Brown, except Antonio Brown has talent that, oh, fuck, AB is going to get a ring, and he got one last year. Now Eli Apple has an opportunity to. Does that mean that the Bengals are going to lose in this case? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine – do you think Eli Apple's going to have a, a good game controlling uh, Cooper Cup or Odell Beckham? Absolutely not. Fuck no. No, no, it's, good. it's going to be – it's going to be, if the Bengals have a shot in this game, it has to be a shootout. It has to be points and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and the boys. It has to be a shootout. Absolutely. I mean, Joe dropped his dick last week. I mean, what do you have? Lopped it. He had, he had 250, two touchdowns, uh, rushed for 25 yards. Mm-hmm. Higgins busted off for 103. Mm-hmm. Chase, I mean, he got all the attention, obviously. Uh, Uzoma, uh, he fucked up his knee because he's a bum. I bet I rode that train for a couple weeks, and boy, did I miss. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was never even on that train to begin with. I understand what you're saying 
Uzama being like a, a threat and a good tight end, which I guess he is. But there's so many other fucking mouths to feed, man. Oh, yeah, that, that offense is potent. Uh, he's, I don't think he'll be that missed. And plus, they've got samples just sitting there. So, Drew Sample season, boys. We got a spoiler alert on Drew Sample next week when we do our Super Bowl bets. Kyle, you were our um, resident guy. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, Joe did what he had to do to win, but he doesn't have a chance to do that without Hendrickson. Hendrickson was the reason that they had an opportunity to even be in that game. He had, what, three or four sacks in the second half. He just absolutely terrorized Mahomes, especially on those last, like, two drives. Even whenever he – remember that play? He kind of rolls out and gets – he got past the edge there, past uh, Hendrickson. And then Henderson chases him down and tries to just knock the ball out of his hand. He was all over him from the second that kickoff went uh, in the second half. He was fucking incredible. If he has another game like that, they win the Super Bowl. It's such a weird thing, too, that we're sitting here praising. I understand it's just one person on the Bengals defense, but we're praising the Bengals defense for what they did to 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 Patrick Mahomes. And I know I know like the, the sexy pick last week was definitely, you know, the Bengals like, oh, yeah, let's do the Bengals like watching the game. I sat there, me, me and CJ are watching the game and this team, all they had to do was keep scoring points, which they did. And they. Patrick Mahomes in the second half had a QBR of like five and a half. And that is all a testament to the Bengals defense, which is the part of the game I did not see coming. Nope. Not at I all. Didn't, I didn't see it either. Yeah. They, I mean, they held overall, they held them to 24 points. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. The number one ranked defense yeah. of the Bills the week before let him score at fucking will. And this Bengals team, yeah. Trey, Trey Hendrickson and a, a crack team of Hendrickson and Eli Apple show up and they <laughs> fuck Patrick Mahomes's bitch. Brittany is in shambles. Jackson is in shambles. Let me let me just touch on that real quick. We've yeah, been harping on this part of the game. Just get, just give me just a second. <laughs> We've been harping on this for what four weeks now, right? Ever since we started this. And finally the bad juju of that psychotic lady and her his fucking dipshit brother has yes, finally sir. caught it. Yes so, sir uh break off the engagement pat if you're listening you're definitely not but Didn't he already the knock her up? I, who cares did it stop Get Antonio there, pay, pay, pull a pull a josh jacobs and pay child support for 10 kids i don't give a shit Get yeah, out of there. josh jacobs isn't making 500 million dollars over 12 years we need I mean, to collectively big, we, big need, we need to start a, we need to start a petition for that kid to get snipped <laughs> oh, he's a gr- he's grown. He can do that himself. He he that got in that wild. bed. He can lie in it. Just imagine being got- that rich and that successful, and you come home to Brittany fucking Matthews. She's the, <laughs> I'm, I'm with CJ. Here. She's the fucking she's the fucking worst. That that uh, what was it? That video where we got that that the, one of the the best meme in shit post history so far is the Brittany Matthews meme. Where it's like Patrick, what well, he comes home from uh, the game? How, ca- how? Why did we lose Patrick? That's a fire. How we lose Patrick. <laughs> that is exactly how she is. Remember? Do you know that TikTok or that video where she's talking about like all the haters? 
thought that the Chiefs yeah. weren't done. Like she acts like she's fucking like everybody saying the New England dynasty was done for six years in a row when we had almost a 10 year stretch between Super Bowls. And she's like, you guys doubted the fucking Chiefs. Pat Mahomes has been in the league for what, four or five years? You're talking about fucking doubting? You just want to fuck a Super Bowl, you dumb whore. <laughs> and you didn't, you didn't I win love- shit. Patrick won it. The Chiefs won it. You're just along for the fucking ride. His, his billion dollar cock just chose you. I, I love that TikTok that I sent you of her screaming, and then The Rock comes in with his, shut up, bitch. Shut up, bitch. That was hilarious. Uh, I think, I think uh, my favorite is um, it's the super cut of her just going insane. Did you see that? I'm it was not, just a super cut of all of her crazy it. moments. It was hilarious. I'm not going to watch it. I refuse. All right, moving on, Dylan. All right, so that's no. You want to talk about Jackson? Did it, did anybody catch the uh, Jackson Mahomes TikTok of the Chiefs winning? No. Well, <laughs> it, well, it wasn't out there. They didn't win, so he didn't film another stupid fucking TikTok <laughs> dancing on fucking goddamn Arrowhead. Fuck him too. You know, Patrick's fine. He's an elite talent, but oh, I don't know. I'm going to save the Chiefs' hate for next season. I've got a lot of that to go around. Absolutely. Final. In Los Angeles, Rams 20, San Francisco 17, Matthew Stafford, the prodigal son of the Detroit Lions, now is a Ram, a glorious Ram with fucking big goddamn little Ram hooves and horns. He's going to the Super Bowl. Odell Beckham is going to the Super Bowl. The best receiver in the league, Cooper Cup, is going to the Super Bowl. Boys. This was officially the rest in peace Jimmy Garoppolo game. After he didn't really do shit the week before against Green Bay, but we loved him for shit for basically collapsing the Green Bay season. Jimmy G is done. He's going to be shipped out. Um, we can basically do 17 different segments here, but I'm gonna let Kyle take over here. Kyle, give us give us your uh, thoughts on this uh, situation here. Devil's advocate, I don't necessarily think he's done, and I'll show my work today. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said, basically said that he needs to send Trey Lance to QB camp to work on his throwing. And he's been with the team for a year. So they're going to, are they, are they really going to hand the keys over to a huge question mark at throwing the ball with Trey Lance? Are they going to keep Jimmy around and make them compete for the job? That's what I would do is if I was the coach, I would keep Jimmy around just in case because did he have a horrible game? No, actually, he didn't. He made one bad throw, and it was the interception at the end of the game. But, but I think they keep him around just to see if having Jimmy there to compete with Trey pushes Trey to be better and be ready next year. I don't know. That's what I would do just as a security blanket because there's no real good uh, free agent QB is going to be there besides Aaron Rodgers whenever he's inevitable to go. Jimmy also said today that he met with Lynch and they're trying to figure out an amicable way to figure this out. So it's either they're going to ship him off to somewhere that he wants to go or he's going to be the starter. Like there, There's two options there. He's not yeah, going to hang out and be back up. I, I also think that the meeting with Lynch had a lot to do with his salary that's coming up and finding a way to restructure it so that it's not killing them because holding it, holding 25 million of hard cap space for a guy who might start is a really bad business decision. However, so is giving the keys to the castle to a 
very unproven, very raw quarterback. So, yeah, I think I there's agree. a chance think, it goes both ways, good. really. Yeah, I, I think you're you're about 60, 40, 40, you know, it's it's right around there. Yeah, I don't think there's any. You can't you can't really call it yet, but I mean, if I had to lean one way, I'd lean against him, I'd lean towards him leaving. But, um, I mean, and I think that's just from his like personal perspective. You know what I mean? He knows that he's yeah. not the guy forever. He doesn't he doesn't want to hang out longer than he should. So, I mean, I get that, but he's also still a weak chin bitch who throws the worst interception that he could have possibly thrown. True. The worst. And what Before did I that, say last week? What did I say Before, last week? You're not going to go what just to shitting down his neck. No. Because I'm gonna. he had – no, you're not. You're going to shut your mouth and, and show some respect because he was fantastic for three quarters and seven minutes. <laughs> but – Hold on to the ball. Take the sack, you stupid whore. What are you doing? Yeah, I, dude, I, he, we were downstairs watching that game, and as soon as he let the ball go, I yelled. Yeah, I was I, like, "It's I fucking, it is, it is fucking happening," and it happened, and I could not have been more happy. Oh God, was, it was just glorious. I was, I was so, I was so disappointed in him. I was, I was, I was so disappointed. I was a broken man. You know what? After being high I, on the Bengals, I saw Jimmy G throw that <laughs> pick, and I wept. I was a weeping man. I hope he went home and his father looked him dead in the eyes and just said, I'm so fucking disappointed in you, and then just walked away. <laughs> I'm going downstairs to drink. Yeah, he just looks him right in the eyes, cracks a beer, and says, you know what, Jim? They're fucking right and walks out of the room. <laughs> you weak chin bitch. <laughs> you do have a weak chin, son. Wrong. It looks at him and says, You had a twin that died at birth. Wrong kid died. <laughs> so playing now, football left kingdom was your dream, not mine. I don't want your life. So yeah. Uh, I'm I'm totally off the Jimmy G staying with the Niners. I'm going to tell you why right now. How many first round drafted quarterbacks have sat for more than one year? That that shit is going to be an absolute smokescreen. But what you got, Cal? Uh, a certain quarterback who got vanquished by Jimmy G, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, well that's that's a fucking different situation. You got Brett Favre. Yeah, you, you had Brett fucking Favre there who wasn't watched. Yeah, but at the time he was he was he. I mean, I don't fucking know. I didn't really study the. I don't care either. Yeah, I don't really care. But <clears throat> you've got Jimmy Garoppolo, who you already know what you have with him. And look at the openings as far as quarterback needy teams right now. I can name three, four right off the top: Denver, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, um, the Giants. So you've got all sorts of different options here. I'm, I can't see how the night, if the Niners keep Jimmy G for another year, they hurt their trade value right now, because if he shits the bed again, it's just more record of him shitting the bed in moments that would matter. So I don't know shit about shit, but I think I can, I could see a ship Jimmy out for a draft pick, recoup some of that cost fucking go sign Teddy Bridgewater or fucking, I don't know, Sam Darnold or some other stupid bridge quarterback. The, the, Jimmy G is more valuable than those quarterbacks right now, if you can believe it. 
So ship him out, get some value. If you have to start Trey Lance, you have to start him. He's your first round pick. Just let him let him start. That's just my two cents on that. Jimmy Week Chin Chip. I'm also currently pulling up his uh, contract because I think that next year might be his last year, which means they may be able to get out of it. Um, 2022 final season. Uh, well, they don't have an hey, out. Dylan. They what don't have you, an out. What? It, it, oh, they don't? Well, actually, yeah. You know what? They can cut him. And they'll they'll still have to carry 1.4 million, so that we could have a we could have a Colin Kaepernick situation here where they're not going to pay him the money and they're just going to let him know, hey, we're just going to go ahead and save this money. Best of luck. Yeah, very well I mean, could be, very well could be, especially with how needy the league's going to be with yeah being the market. I, that that that's where I was coming from on it. Like if I'm John Lynch and I'm these guys right now and I'm looking just at the board right now, like hey, we can fleece you know, Jimmy and get him out of here and he can land with the with Pittsburgh. He can land in Tampa Bay if you don't think Kyle Trask is ready. Um so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna this is gonna be a wild fucking offseason. And I don't I don't, I don't know shit about Kyle Trask. Now now that Brady's retired, which is gonna be uh, a topic here in a second where we all have to say something nice about him. Like I I am completely out I don't give a fuck about Tampa Bay. I've instantly forgot their whole entire roster. I know Mike Evans and Chris Cowan. <laughs> that's it. I don't know anybody on the team now. Uh you know who does know about Kyle Trask? Our missing comrade. That's who. Yeah. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Jacob. This is the one time we need you, JB. Thanks. He'll have to, thanks he'll for have to skipping to a... play beer pong in Kazakhstan. You're playing beer pong in a mud hut, getting paid right now. You're getting paid twenty four fifty an hour. Sam. This fits. <laughs> so that's it. That is your Super Bowl. Matchup, boys. Who would have thought beginning of the season representing the AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals, representing the NFC, the Matthew Stafford led Los Angeles Rams? Now, we had scheduled to do Pro Bowl props and things like that, but nowhere, uh, no sports books even got them out yet. We don't even know who the fuck's going to play. So we're going to jump right into Super Bowl picks. We're not doing bets, we're doing picks. We're picking who's going to win this game why they're going to win this game, and confident level of how they're going to do it. So the winner, how confident we are, and why they're going to win. So I'll go ahead and jump right into it. It's You guys probably already know. I don't have to – I just have to do this motion right here with my vein. I just have to do it. <laughs> I just have to do that. It's Joe fucking Burrow. It's the Bengals. It was always the Bengals. This is going to be a shootout. Um, This is going to be a – high scoring game and if it's not a high scoring game the rams are going to run away with it um i think joe burrow can joe burrow shows a lot of tom brady i've watched tom brady for a lot of years and when i see joe burrow he's not gonna he, he can make the play he's only in his second year too and really it's his first year because he got hurt like what five weeks in yeah but six he, weeks seven weeks yeah something yeah, like that but he can he can make the play if it's I haven't seen him force anything. I never watch. I watch Tom force a ball once a season. He, Joe Burrow doesn't force things. He allows the plays to go. He has no problem taking a little five yard slant and letting the receiver do the work. And he's got the talent. And he, J, Jalen Ramsey had a very hard time covering Mike Evans in that Tampa Bay uh, Rams game. And Jamar Chase already, I would put him on par with a Mike Evans type of receiver. 
I've never considered Mike Evans explosive. I've always considered him very consistent and always a factor when you line up as a receiver. Jamar Chase is a game breaker. And I, Jalen Ramsey is a top cornerback in the league, no doubt. But you got T. Higgins. You've got uh, uh, Tyler Boyd. You've got Drew Sample. You've got Joe Mixon. This team, if you think about it and you look at it, they match up well against the Rams. And I think I think we are in for a very badass Super Bowl. I really do. Give me the Bengals. I'm going to – I think I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go Rams. It's a little bit of a homer pick for me, obviously. I was on it's the Rams not. train for a long oh, time. Oh, here we go. No, it's not. Um, there no. we go. This, this, this you is, know what? We'll let you make is, your pick, and then we're going to Shut it. up and let me – just let me point out why I'm picking it. It's the most ridiculous reason of all time, okay? Teams that wear white have won 14 of the last 17 Super Bowls. Bengals are 2-4 and four this year in black. They lost 26-21 to 21 to the Niners in the last Super Bowl. Uh, the Rams, in their Super Bowl appearances, are 1-3 overall, going 1-2 in their white uniforms. So overall, bad juju for the uniforms here, but the Rams have the edge with the white. Hey, hey, real quick, who were the two – what was the team that beat the Rams those uh, two times? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's, um, can, it's not all good about Tom Brady yet, so fuck him. Uh, can I can I make a quick retort? He ruined my childhood, Dylan. By <laughs> by all means, make your retort, Kyle. Let's hear uh, that's my <laughs> retort. Yes, sir. Joke cool. Um, yes, sir. Uh, uh, so I ate my shirt and my pants and my underwear last week. Uh, in terms of gambling. Real quick, we drug we drug you through the coals on the Chiefs game. That was aggressive. I apologize. For nothing. It was rough. <laughs> it, uh, it's not, I never didn't believe in Joe Burrow. It was it was the other side of the ball that I was worried about. Uh, it, and I had right, my reasons so. to have had my reasons to have my doubts. It's like asking Ben Simmons to shoot a three. Go ahead, fucking beat me that way. Go ahead. I dare you, and they did. So, you know, props to them. Um, when in return, and uh, in terms of the Rams, I just don't want them to win, so I'm not going to pick them. That's pretty simple. <laughs> Fuck them. You don't get to that's win. No, no. Tom Brady is the only quarterback that gets to win at Super Bowl in his home stadium. Fuck off. It, that it. We both have equal, uh, equally bad reasons for picking why we're picking. My reasons, Joe Burrow. Listen, I, I, all I want from all I want from the Super Bowl is for it to be a shootout. That's all I want. I don't give a shit. Well, I don't care who wins. The freaking Niners didn't get in. That's no shit. I don't care who wins. I want. I want. I'm going to take whoever the good bets are. Like that's what I'm going with. I'm taking good okay, bets, so- and I I want a shootout. That's all I want. So here's here's why I'm riding Joe. You know he who he his play style reminds me of not him as a player but like the way that he carries himself and the way that he's been performing this this first playoff run. Carson is, Palmer. No. Oof. A good a good a guy who's had success. Um, Joe Flacco. In that first run when he went to the Super Bowl and he was he was going on that run, that's who he, his play style. He he Joe 
didn't let the pressure get to him. He got the ball out quick, and he did what he had to do. And that's what Joe Burrow's doing right now. I think it's pretty accurate, too. I mean, I don't want to associate Joe Burrow with anything, Joe Flacco. I understand what you're saying. But Flacco had one of the most legendary QB runs in a playoffs in a uh, one uh, in a single playoffs ever. So I think it's a, a really uh, commendable uh, comparison. I think he'd enjoy that. <clears throat> I mean, it, 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 it's a great comparison as far as uh, uh, comparing it to that legendary quote unquote uh, run that Joe Flacco went on. Uh, I I have very much Ravens animosity in my heart for those Joe Flacco years. He beat us fucking one time, and that was fucking it. One time, and that was it. I got I got no time for him. Um, it's all the motherfucker Elite. needed. Yeah, Elite. one time. He's a strong arm, Trent Dilfer. Just take your one ring and fuck off. You have you have. Oh. A He's a strong. God, arm, Trent you have to bring up that fucking cock. Trent Dilfer has one ring, and he won on the Ravens. Joe Flacco has one ring, and he won on the Ravens. It wasn't yeah, because of, like, Flacco, Ray Lewis or anything, but, like, yeah. It, was just it wasn't Flacco. because of Ray and Jamal Lewis and Shannon Sharp. Well, like, th- that year, <laughs> it, was, it was nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- th- that, that Bengals team in that Super Bowl, they fucking routed the Giants. It was, like, 30, 31 to 7. And Trent Dilfer's bum ass looking like he just crawled out of local VFW, like, yeah, team. You fucking ain't right. Yeah, team, motherfucker. Jesus the thing Christ. I hate the thing I hate about Trent Dilfer the most is is the fact that um, for like a fucking decade, uh, ESPN force fed us Trent Dilfer, making us try to think that he's he was a good quarterback. You, you're telling me you do not like Dilfer's dimes? No, that, I don't like that, anything that, he did. That segment on the Dilfer dimes. Come on now. I, I'm sorry, but I remember 2011 and whenever. Uh, Jay tore his knee and got shit on for not coming back in the game. So no, I didn't enjoy anything that guy did. One Man. one of the worst segments that ESPN has ever had. The deal for Dimes? It was fucking abysmal. Well, he would he would show rocket ship passes. What are you talking about? It's no more cringier than come on, man. Okay, come on, man. Maybe top two worst things of all time. I mean, I enjoy some of the, the, the come on man shit, but they just overplay you know it. That's good. Most getting the most ones. I love those. Yeah, you got most. Oh, now, yeah. now that's a segment I can get behind. Yeah. You should only do most. You shouldn't do come on man's. Because now it's like video of some guy shoveling his fucking snow and he slips and falls on his ass. Come on, man. Like, shut the fuck up. We're watching football. Yeah. How, how, no, how I many... just did it today. How many times has Keyshawn Johnson or fucking Randy Moss and Trent Dilfer shovel the driveway? Probably fucking zero. Um, exactly. They're not like us. They're not like us. Yeah, we're us. We the boys. We're built different. Kyle is uh, taken off off screen. Kyle, you on the house on fire or? Try not to. <laughs> no, hold on. I'll be back in a second. All right, we'll fill the dead air. Um. Yeah, I've so... got a. I've got a fill. I've got a filler for you. Yeah, let's hear it. Best best super bowl foods what do you what do you what's your go-to super bowl food pulled pork uh, nachos yeah pulled pork nachos, pulled pork nachos that yeah pulled pork nachos Those pulled pork nachos is in the the s tier i'm a fan of the crock pot chicken wings oh i like that too i'm a big buffalo chicken dip guy i like buffalo chicken dip these will I'm all be we, on the menu in a few weeks we we should just do like a potluck thing and we each bring a super bowl dish 
Callie wanted me Callie wanted me to bring this up so that she had suggestions on what to make. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it. We'll, we'll work it out. We got a week. Oh, That's yeah. a bad attitude to have. We'll, we'll figure it out by Tuesday. How about that? Dude, knowing you, knowing you us, know, we'll figure it out Saturday night. You know, you know how she is with parties, man. She'll we'll have a spread. That's for sure. Callie is the hostess with the Moses boys. That was our Super Bowl picks. Um, we got two on the Bengals train, one on the Rams train. Boys, another uh, announcement. So let me paint you a scenario here. Imagine me standing in the checkout line of Bed Bath & Beyond holding a cast iron skillet when my phone just starts going nuclear. So I, I grab it. I look at it. No, I have a pan in my hand, so I've already got a deadly weapon just on deck. And I see breaking <laughs> news. Adam Schefter reports Tom Brady has retired. And I, my phone did not stop lighting up the whole entire day. It, it would not, like, I, I drained, like, 50% of my battery from Peoria to home. I wasn't even looking at my phone. I was driving. It's just sitting there going, buzz, buzz, buzz. Hey, Dylan, check it out. People were sending me L's. Like, like Tom Brady... I don't even I don't even have to get into it. I could take up the whole entire fucking time here. But the Tom Brady retirement is official. It took a couple of days. You know, his dad came out and said, My boy Tommy, he ain't retired yet. And the Bucks and the Patriots didn't release a statement. Tom Brady announced on Instagram is where I saw it. He posted this big long thing where he thanked everybody from Bruce Arians to fucking Alex Guerrero, to the janitor at Raymond James Stadium, to the bus boy who took his plate three years ago on a date with Giselle. He thanked the fucking goddamn field boy who was carrying the water bottles when he played at fucking Michigan. You know who the fuck he didn't put in that original post? The motherfucking Patriots. He didn't say shit about Julian Edelman. He didn't even say shit about fucking Belichick or Kraft or the people of Boston. Or not, he didn't say a goddamn thing. As I'm scrolling through this, waiting, I just wanted to see the buzzword. I wanted to see New England. I never fucking saw it. And for probably about 20 minutes, I fucking hated Tom Brady. For about 20 <laughs> minutes, I hated, I fucking called him a weak avocado eating motherfucker. I was pacing at work, just back and forth. And people were like, what the fuck's wrong with Dylan? Is today the day he finally freaks out? And I'm just staring at my phone, just pissed, like, and who else? And then, and then, and then finally he posts a pity thing a couple hours later, like, love you, Patriots Nation. And then all was right with the world. But Tom Brady is a pity bitch. How do you do a retirement post and you just talk about the Bucks and in fucking Michigan and you don't say shit about New England. That was intentional. You cannot tell me that was not intentional. He used the photo where he played in Foxborough this year as a member of the Bucks. And he's like, oh, I for New England, my first 20 years in the league just slipped my mind. No, fuck you, Tom. That was petty. He was Tom Petty. <laughs> That's that. That I, was, a, that was, that was a Tom Petty. Joke. That that was a top tier joke. You should apologize for nothing. Yeah. Was never going to. <laughs> <laughs> so into the essence of the Tom Brady retirement, my dad, the guy whose jersey I have in a shadow box on my wall, the man who has brought me infinite joy in my life, and how I address all Tom Brady slander from here on out with extreme hostility. And now I've got my Tom Brady bitch out. Everybody's going to say one nice thing about Tom. Before we move on, I'm holding this podcast hostage. I'll get my gun and point it right at the screen. We're holding this fucking shit. 
hostage. Kyle, say something nice about Tommy. I'm making CJ go first. Christ, say, say something <laughs> nice about Tommy. I've been waiting years for this. Well, I don't have a lot to say. I'm serious as a heart attack. You have to say something nice about Tom. Oh, old, old boy is the GOAT. All right. We know that. Everybody knows that. He had a great career. Uh, the Instagram post was real shitty. Uh, nope. I was kind of a, I was a backhanded suck my dick Robert Kraft thing there. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not even debatable. He's going to go down as the best quarterback of all time. Um, I mean, good for him, you know. I mean, he, he probably should have played another year, tried to win another Super Bowl, but uh, good for him. I'm glad he's gone, but I'm tired of watching his <laughs> dumb ass in the playoffs. But he's the GOAT, all right? He's the GOAT. That's my nice thing. He's the GOAT. Thank you. Kyle? All right. Before Never get, again. Before I, get to, before I get to my nice thing, I just have an observation. How in the fuck – does he have the greatest career of all time and then have the all-time worst retirement? No, oh, yeah. At least. Like, it, was it, was in, it, was, it was completely off-brand for his entire career. He was up here for 22 years, and then – oh, my bad, Pats. What the fuck? <laughs> no, it, 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 it's a crime, and – there's people who were talking about, oh, yeah, you fucking Pats fans. He gave you guys 20 years. You, you don't deserve anything else. You're goddamn right we fucking don't. Me as a fan base, if the Patriots went own 16 for us my life, nobody's going to feel bad for me. Nobody's going to feel bad for New England. Nobody fucking cares. I've had the, the most important years of my life. I've had Patriots domination, and it was all thanks to Tom Brady. But you retire and i understand he did his farewell fucking speech new england we're gonna new england's gonna build you a fucking statue you cocky prick you're going to be you'll never have to pay for dinner or drink in foxborough or boston ever the fuck again really anytime you go out you're the fucking greatest of all time and then you throw the pats of fucking pity bone down the line it's very on brand for him if anybody deserved to do something like that it would be tom like i said i'm completely over the post because I realized to myself, like, oh, yeah, it's it's Tom Brady. And if, he, if anybody deserved to fucking be Tom Petty, as Kyle said, it's fucking Tom Brady. He's the fucking goat. He doesn't owe shit to fucking nobody. He doesn't owe shit to me. He doesn't owe shit to New England anymore. But he's going to be a fucking Patriots legend. Uh, Kraft's going to have a fucking statue built for you, motherfucker. Show some respect to the franchise that you fucking played for. That's, that's, that's all I, that's all I want. Shot. <clears throat> yeah. That gave you your shot 20, 20, basically 23 years ago. If Drew Bledsoe never got fucking hurt, you would have never fucking played. If Bledsoe won one fucking – Belichick is loyal to quarterbacks. If Belichick won one fucking ring with Drew Bledsoe, imagine if Drew Bledsoe won that fucking Super Bowl against the Rams. Do you think he's pulling Drew Bledsoe for Tom Brady, barring an injury? Nope. Tom Brady's going to go play for fucking, I don't know, some other team. Maybe ends up on the Bucks later on down the line. It's just the thing that pissed me off was if you didn't know shit about football and you looked at that, you've been like, oh, yeah, he had a 20 year, 22 year career as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. You didn't see shit about New England, which <laughs> if you're not a football fan, I guess you wouldn't, you would, you would think that. Be like, oh, yeah, he was, you'd be at trivia night at the VFW and be like, what team did Tom Brady play for? And you'd be like, trick question. It was two teams. But if you just saw that post, like, oh, he was a Buck his whole career. 
Disrespectful. <laughs> Completely disrespectful. I don't want to hear it. It was, it was this very, was, it was, was very the, weird. Yeah, this it was is the most negative things I've ever heard Dylan say about Tom Brady in my life, and I'm fucking here up. for it. I fucking, I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't believe, I can't believe I'm here on video. Like this is going to be held against me for the rest of my life. But I want to preface it. Get your fucking sound bites out of the way. I, I would do a lot of things for Tom Brady. I take a fucking bullet for him. I never fucking met him, and he would watch me die on the sidewalk, and that's fine. I would say my last dying breath, thank you, sir, and then I just croak right out. I don't. And then, and then, and then he would. I met Tom Brady. He he would thank the gunman for not hitting him, and wouldn't thank you for taking the bullet. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I would be fine with that. Tom Brady can hose me. I don't fucking care. Set me on fire, Tommy. CJ. CJ, it would be like if. Uh, Pujols officially retired and thanked the Dodgers. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd fly to Los Angeles and stab him. <laughs> it just, it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't sit right. And that's, that's all that was, was just, it, it's not a fucking huge deal, but it's just, it's an eye roll fucking prima donna fucking maneuver. And nobody, nobody's going to tell me otherwise. Yeah, he doesn't deserve, he doesn't have to say shit about New England, but he fucking should have. Come on, what are, what are we doing here? Yeah, his his okay, PR so, team his PR team dropped the fucking ball. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so my nice thing. I don't want to touch on the goat stuff because that's easy. Um, I'd like to say that he's really turned himself into a really good husband and father and that's really admirable for an athlete because there's a lot of athletes out there that are just rancid pieces of shit i'm not gonna touch he's a good he, he turned himself into a good dude and like whenever he was in boston and had the kid with the girl in california he was kind and going out all the time he was kind of a piece of shit Bridget he cleaned his shit up. and he cleaned his shit up and also that going out and all the time and shit, it did affect his play on the field. And I think it also probably led to his body getting soft and getting that knee injury too. So yeah, he, he was kind of a little doughy fuck boy on that fucking uh, knee injury. <laughs> like we all know he's a goat. Like I don't need to talk about how he threw the most touchdowns ever, the most passing yards ever, the most wins ever. Everybody fucking talks about it all the time. It's boring. It, it's, it's cool. Yeah. He's the greatest of all time, but he's also – really great off the field too so but also fuck tom brady (laughs) i said my nice thing no not fuck tom brady i say fuck tom brady because i got a bone to pick with him you motherfucker but i guess that's our nice things of tom brady segment i'm not gonna say anything nice i you could fuck go to my facebook page and look at all my fucking sucking off tom brady posts i mean come on jesus (laughs) fucking christ um love you tom happy retirement greatest quarterback to ever do it genuine fucking good guy even if giselle kind of looks like a horse in some of her photos but beautiful kids tommy just don't kiss them on the mouth anywho all right now i'm just enjoying myself a little bit too much there i shouldn't have said that that was awful <laughs> I just, I, 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 it's into- i understand why people hate on tom brady it's intoxicating like here i am i've loved this man for 20 years and here i am like oh yeah fuck you tom no no, I love him, and I'm done talking about it. So I'm going to talk myself in circles. I'll be beat red in the face. Let's move on to something a little bit more shitty, but really fucking interesting. Brian Flores, the former coach of the Miami Dolphins, is alleging racist hiring practices with some uh, coaching interviews that he's had with the Denver Broncos and the Giants, and also alleging 
that he was paid off to lose games. And that right there, like the racism thing is obviously horrible and he should not be subjected to. And then the, the Bill Belichick messages where he thinks he's fucking messaging Brian Dable, but he's actually messaging Brian Flores. He's messaging the wrong Brian. You can't tell me that's not a petty Belichick maneuver. Like, oh, yeah, the Giants are fucking around. Let me just go accidentally tip off my boy. You think he forgot about those two Super Bowl losses to fucking Eli Manning? Fuck no, fuck the Giants. But being paid off to throw games, imagine the shitball scenario and just how how a bunch of a shitstorm that's going to be for the league if that's actually a thing. Like Hugh Jackson saying he was paid to lose. I just think he's a terrible coach. But the – the Miami thing, <laughs> there might be a little bit. He's just Hugh Jackson is just hopping on. Come on, I mean he he may have some case with the racism thing, but being paid to fucking lose games, dude, you're losing games on your fucking own. Come on now. Here's my question. Well, I'm, here's my question. Did he take the money? That's who, what I want to know. Who for us? Are you no. suing? Oh, no, 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 no. Hugh, no, Hugh, yeah. He wasn't. Maybe he wasn't that bad of a coach, and he was taking taking money, and now he just wants to sue them. Like it could be that, or but also, I'm also not going to be a victim blame guy because I'm very much not that guy. So, could Hugh be telling the truth? Absolutely, should investigate it. Uh, now, uh, I read the entire 58 page suit uh, and the statement. A uh, attorney is it's like a lash, it's just one lash, it's like 58 lashes, it's just it's just all in, and it just points out and shows every piece of basically they show every piece of evidence showing why the NFL still, even 20 years after the Rooney rule, has horrific racism in hiring practices across the board in front offices, and in coaching rooms. And uh, the best examples of it aren't Flores because he, he lasted three years. You had Steve Wilkes in Arizona given one season. You've got uh, David Colley this last season in Houston given one season and then fired. Um, the only like – Mike Tomlin got lucky. He got he he inherited an incredible situation in Pittsburgh, and they've basically been good ever since then. And I think he has a lot to do with it. But if he would have gotten himself in in a situation like Wilkes did, or Collie did, or even Flores did, even though Flores turned that entire team around, um, he would have been gone too. Um, it's just there's no there's no debating it. And in fact, in the lawsuit. They have quotes from NFL high-ranking executives admitting, yes, there's a problem, and no, we don't know what the fuck to do about it. Right. There is no um, owner of a different color other than white. Um, it, it, it's plain to see, and it, this is basically going to be the Kaepernick lawsuit but 10 times fucking worse because if it is found out that Ross was trying to pay uh, Flores a hundred thousand dollars a game to lose, he has to sell the team. He will be, this is Pete Rose, except it's not gambling. It's literally mm-hmm. paying your team to lose, right? which is, which hurts the integrity of the game. 
Um, and I think that that could also be the reasons why you saw Tua getting a early start his rookie season, halfway through the season, whenever uh, Fitzpatrick was fucking killing it. Um, it's also a reason why Fitzpatrick didn't resign there because he maybe he knows, hey, they don't want to be competitive. I'm getting out of here. Um, I think this is a this is this is really bad. Um, it's a bad look for the NFL. Either way, the optics are awful. Whether it, it turns out that there's a settlement, and I personally hope that Flores says no. I don't want a settlement. I want everything out in the open. I'm not going to do what Colin did. I'm not going to take the money. I'm. I want this to go to court. I want it to be an open court. And fuck, I want to go to this fucking trial because this is going to be electric. Do you, um, I. Do I you, think. I think. Go ahead. Do you think if they do run it all the way through, and he wins, do you how how quick do you think he is to get another job? He'll get hired by Belichick in a second. Bring him back. Belichick. Belichick's probably the going to have to be the guy that gives him a chance first. Um, but the thing that I love about Brian Flores, you know, he files this lawsuit and then the next day goes on live television and talks about it. And this, the sense you get from this guy is he's a very, he's very serious, very intense guy, but he has a lot of morals and likes to live to those morals. Um, so I don't think that Brian Flores is the type of guy that's going to, sue the National Football League in all 32 teams if he didn't have a fucking case. Because if yeah, he if I, that I is the case, that. if that is the case, no way in fuck he won't even get a high school job. He'll be fucking done if that is the case. Yeah. That's why I think that there's a lot of legs to this. And after reading everything within that lawsuit, it, it just looks bad. Even if it goes the NFL's way, the optics are still there. And it's really, really it's just a tough look. Yeah, no I agree doubt. with you, man. I, I, yeah, it's just it is the. I mean, outside of the Kaepernick thing, it's the it's the worst thing that the NFL could have done. You know, I mean, we all we all knew that it's been going on for you know how long forever. You know, I mean, just look at the numbers. They're they're there just to tell you that it it's not equal. And like Kyle said, Tomlin's the only guy that's really defied the rule, but he he got he got kind of lucky, you know. I mean, shit, yeah, it's a, it's a giant black eye. Um, and I like I'm with Kyle. I hope it goes all the way through. I hope he wins the whole goddamn thing, and I hope he's the head coach next year. You know, let's win the whole fucking thing. There's only one <laughs> thing left to do, bud. Just win it all. <laughs> I mean, I obviously this is just one of those things to where you've got all these rich people who happen to be of just, you know, one color, all of these white owners. I don't want to get into this whole entire thing because we can go back and forth and for hours and turn this into just a real doom and gloom conversation, but it's not out of the ordinary to think that these guys would have a back door, closed doors, good old white boys club. It really isn't that far-fetched to think about when you think about the average age of these owners, the era that these owners grew up in, and really just the logistics behind it. 
to where they're from a generation of people that bases how they feel about people just off their skin color or they've been so rich their whole lives they haven't had to worry about having judgments and things like that because they've got fucking money they can pay people off so that's what i think is really just the seedy underbelly of all this is these guys who might do a whole lot of good charity work and donate all their money and claim that on tax write-offs maybe just maybe everybody you see who's an owner of a sports team or super fucking rich maybe they're all fucking shit bags i mean you look at history and most of them fucking are you have the the what was it, the owner of the lakers uh, the got, or the Clippers, yeah. Clippers, yeah, yeah, Donald Sterling, yeah, him, and he got fucking completely fucking shit canned, which I think the jury was in on him that he was a piece of shit, but you just don't know how big of a piece of shit somebody is until they have that one incident that just brings everything to life. It's it's, it's not weird to think that the NFL wouldn't have the same problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things that stuck out in my head in this lawsuit was the comparison of back-to-back seasons by different coaches. So you had Steve Wilkes in uh, Arizona. He won, I believe, two or three games this year. His, his year where they drafted Josh Rosen. And <laughs> expected, they had, didn't they have uh, Sam Bradford, too? Yeah, they yeah. had Sam Bradford, and he got hurt, and Josh and Josh Rosen had to come in. So they won two or three games and gets fired. On the forefront, okay, it's a little quick on the trigger, but okay. And then they hired Cliff Kingsbury, and they proceed to win five games with Kyler Murray in their in his first season. He's given the longest leash I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I think if that would have been Steve Wilkes' first season, he would have gotten fired again. Like, I just uh, – I, I do think – you look at Adam fucking Gase. How long of a fucking – how long of a fucking leash did that guy get? It was like a thousand mile long fucking noose that he hung himself with eventually. Like he was he was ass in Miami, and he was predictably even worse in New York. And he was, it was given it was more four years each time. It was more of a thousand mile coke wine that he did fucking <laughs> The biggest ski slope you've ever seen. Adam Gates is riding it with his fucking nose like a goddamn snowboard. What's that fucking video game from PlayStation? SSX Tricky? He's fucking... Yeah! He's downhill cruising, nose down. He snorted the fucking Alps. I've never seen a more inept coach than Adam Gates. Sorry, I just wanted to go on a little... No, it is. It is. It is. Um, he, he has the longest leash of all time, by far. But I've never I, seen I a bigger. That... I've never seen a bigger fraud in the NFL. He he got all the the accolades for being the offensive coordinator when Peyton had his record breaking season, and then he goes to Chicago with bad as an OC, gets a head coach job out of that, and <laughs> it just proved that he was just a fraud the whole time. And he got a second job. It's the most insane thing ever. Hey, c- could you um, imagine just for one second that if Adam Gase was listening to this? Thinking he's listening to a couple of fucking idiots. Like, oh, they're not going to talk about me on here. And then we just go right into them. Could you imagine? I'd be like, man, fuck these goddamn listen, idiots. Listen, you know what, Adam? Adam, if you're listening, I don't apologize about anything because I'm telling the no, truth. Not even you're, a little. No, it's all the you're truth. You're bad at your. You, you scammed two teams out of eight years of a head coach salary. I also, commend you for that. 
I commend you for that. But also, I was going to say, you're bad at your job. Maybe he should get a job on Wall Street or something because he just fucks everybody out of money. He, he could Gordon be the Hayward. new fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Absolutely. Him, but him and the Gordon Hayward, of Wall Street. Gordon Hayward's been scamming teams out of $20 million a year for years. Him and Gordon <laughs> Hayward's going to start a firm. Hayward and Gase. But in terms of the lawsuit, in terms of the lawsuit, I think this is going to be a long process. So it's something that we're going to probably talk about quite a bit, um, especially in the slower months that are coming up. Um, so just keep keep an ear out for that for updates, and we'll uh, update as we can. Yep, I think we're we're all team uh, team Florida though. Hopefully, you him to be the Bears coach. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, we no shit. Did. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were all in on that. We, we either wanted we either wanted Flores or Lefty, one of the two, and then you hired some fucking old white from goddamn Michigan. Oh, I don't just, know if he's from Michigan or not. No, I just made that up. By the way, I'm not I'm named I'm, Jim I'm, Harbaugh. We're not going to talk about the Bears. We're not going to talk about the Bears today, okay? Um, but um, can we just quickly touch on how much of a fucking joke the art the the Rooney Rule is? I mean, it's oh, basically so, it's right. just a it's just a checkbox they have to check. Like, oh yeah, we interviewed yeah. a person of color. That's that's all it was. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who's who? This season was the best example of that. Minnesota, Minnesota interviewed the defensive coordinator of the um, New York Giants for the head coach position. Just let that breathe for that's, a second. Yeah, that's rough, man. The Giants couldn't stop a they couldn't stop a nosebleed, man. That they not even a self-inflicted nosebleed. No. <laughs> so I think, you know, I'm not I don't want to disrespect the coach because he was disrespected enough by the Minnesota Vikings having a uh, sham interview like that um, because, you know, he didn't draft the players. He just, he just drew up the plays and they didn't work. Um, but that's how it goes sometimes. Should he have been given that interview? Probably not. Could he have interviewed for the defensive? Could he, def- could he, could he have been a defensive coordinator candidate? Yeah, sure. He'd be, he would be in a much better position there. Um, and then also, the funniest thing this week um, for me was um, how on National Signing Day, Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines, fly is flown to Minnesota on a private jet to interview for the head coach position. All media outlets are saying, oh, it's a done deal. There's an offer in hand. He just has to show up. He goes, botches the interview. And they give it to the OC for the Rams. It's so hilarious. And then he has to call Michigan and be like, um, on second thought, I am coming back. Baby, I'm sorry. Fuck you, man. Baby, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm coming back. I've always I was always Wolverine. I'm coming back. Maybe, maybe we'll get to maybe we'll get to the playoffs again and get smoked because I'm a terrible coach. But in all reality, probably not. No, I the hardball thing is just a I I feel like he's just living off his name and it's just he hasn't produced anywhere ever. So what what are we even entertaining this idea for? I know Kyle, we we were talking a couple weeks ago about how if he gets hired by the Bears, you're fucking done with the Bears. Well if they like, if, okay, it, so we okay, fine, we can quickly touch base on it. I said that if they fucked up the GM and head coach 
search that I was done. I was going to just be a gambler and continue being the degenerate that I am. Um, now, I'm still going to be a gambler, but uh, I strongly approve of what they've done. So I'm sticking around. Um, and I'm also happy that the Raiders didn't hire him. It doesn't look like the Dolphins are going to even interview him. Um, and the Vikings aren't going to hire him. So uh, I'm happy that he's not in the NFL because I don't think he deserves uh, a chance at that. I don't think he's put put the work in like Josh McDaniels has. He he failed as a head coach, goes back to New England, and was fucking stellar for six years or whatever it was, six, seven years. Um, I think he deserves another chance. I do not think that Jim Harbaugh deserves another chance. He is not his brother. John Harbaugh is probably one of the best coaches we've had in the last 20 years. And that's not John, that's not Jim. Uh, so I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's still in college because he still has a few things to learn. I, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's probably good for any team in the league that Harbaugh just fucking hopped back on that plane and went right back to Michigan. Uh, moving on with the program here, boys, uh, real quick. I just got an update from the Pro Bowl. Uh, Mac Jones won the Thread the Needle skills event at the Pro Bowl, which means you can pencil New England in for a Super Bowl title next year. Hammer the Pats Super Bowl shut, next year. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just, I, he just, he won the Thread the Needle. You know, you know, some Listen, man. quarterbacks have won hey. Thread the Needle. Hey, I'm pretty, sure Mar- <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mark Sanchez won that contest. Yeah, and Mark Sanchez was an elite quarterback. Jesus fucking Christ. Mark Sanchez, when he was at the Bears, if he actually had, like, coaching and, like, Johnny Knox then almost paralyzed himself, they might have fucking won some games. Mark Sanchez would be a terrific coach. That's not a Oh, joke. yeah, absolutely. He, he would be a terrific absolutely. coach. Yeah. He communicated mm-hmm. – like, that's why he was so good on TV is because he's – his communication skills, that's what made him so good as a quarterback is he was he was so good at communicating with his receivers and his team and he was a good leader. I would love to see that as a coach. Like maybe he goes to USC and actually fixes them instead of Lincoln Riley. But uh, <laughs> the Sanchez, the Sanchez to USC, book I'd it. be all in on that. I'll he tell you, Reggie Bush in as a running back coach. Oh, wouldn't that be electric? <laughs> We're going to have people stealing Heismans and shit on the field. <laughs> hey, you know what? If it was today's rules, he would have never lost that Heisman. Goddamn sure right. Give Reggie back his fucking Heisman, you fucking cowards. Fuck the NCAA. Best college the NCAA. of any player ever. Well, yeah, the NCAA is a fucking joke. Yeah, they, they've been making money off these kids for 100 years. And it's <laughs> there was a there was a statement in the lawsuit that compared uh, NFL owners to plantation owners and it fucking tracked. Yeesh. I mean, fucking tracked. You know who's, you know what's actually more like a plantation owners? The fucking NCAA. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because yep. the players don't have any rights. They can't even use fucking creatine. Yep. <laughs> You yeah. kidding me? I can't use pre-workout to get pumped up for this game? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, off. You can sell these fucking jerseys and these, these tickets and make a shit ton of money off me. I'd look at one of the NCAA representatives and be like, dude, I'm 19. Like, what the fuck are you doing to me? You old white devil. Um, 
Speaking of White Devil, Dan Snyder, he's got himself a, uh, I guess I shouldn't say a brand new football team, but for the sake of the thing, we're going to say, fuck it, a brand new football team. Boys, they started off as the Washington Redskins. They moved away from that name. They became just the football team. And now the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins, are now the Washington Commanders. And boys, when I think of the name Washington Commanders, I think of the Washington Commies. I think Let's of, go. Let's make shirts, boys. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think we can make a lot of money on Washington Commie shirts, shirts just like that uh, uh, photo I put in the uh, group chat of the fucking yes. the, 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 the World War II yeah. propaganda with the communists. Not, not, I think necessarily, it's fantastic. not necessarily that picture, but like that theme on a t-shirt. That would sell yeah. so hard. First, first shirt in the store is a Washington Commies shirt. I'm all in on the nickname, man. Just because that's all I've been thinking about. That's all I've been thinking about for the last three days. The Commies. The the Commies versus the Cowboys twice a year on prime time because it's the (laughs) NFL lease, NFC lease. Commies and Cowboys is a Sunday night matchup anywhere, anywhere (laughs) in America. It's a fucking marquee matchup. Commies and Giants and Cowboys, oh my. You could throw you you could even throw fucking commies versus patriots. We could have the fucking American Revolution. We could have fucking World War II. <laughs> it's the Cold War. <laughs> yeah, we have we we have yeah, we have the fucking Cold War. We got the goddamn Ruskies out there. We got these Russians. If they don't adopt the fucking weird ass hats the fucking Russians wear, like they just they should just lean into it. Like once a year for like their team calendars, just lean into it, like AK forty seven and a fifth of vodka. Just lean into it, you fuck comrades, mother commanders. They're, they they now have to sign Janikowski. Oh, it'd be a crime if they did. If, if, if every single team, they have to. if every single person on their team wasn't from like Russian or Polish descent, it's a bust. Is ta- is Taylor Heineke? What's his background? Is he is he Russian? <laughs> no, we gotta figure it out though. Stat. Yeah, I got I gotta do fucking goddamn ancestry.com on the whole entire. Washington football. So yeah, there's the hat right there. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's got the I hat. Just, I'm, I'm just so confused on why they didn't just stick with the football team. Or just Washington football yeah. club. Or just something. It was with, fine. Yeah. Can I have it? Can I have it? They just, they just had to ruin it. Like. They, they completely. I, I get you have to pick a name and. I just think like Pat McAfee was talking about like DCFC, move the team back to DC, DCFC, and just let it ride. I don't, I don't, I really don't hate the name Commanders. It just kind of sounds like a minor league team per se. Like it sounds like Double A. It sounds like NFL Europe. It, it, I don't know. But I just, I don't know. I just. You know don't what like it, it really sounds like is it sounds like the Miami Sharks opponent in the Super Bowl, or the Pantheon Cup in any given Sunday. That's what it sounds like. The Washington Commanders versus the Miami Sharks. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like anytime that a new league pops up or like the XFL comes back, all those names sound like they're minor league teams. The only right. the only team that's come about in the last fifteen years, well, yeah, fifteen years is the Kraken. The Seattle Kraken have a legit name. It doesn't sound like a fucking hokey thing that you go see with your fucking kids when you want to pay two dollars a ticket. But the Kraken is an electric thing. Vegas Golden Knights really. are pretty good too. Well, yeah, okay, I forgot about the Golden Knights. So you got two yeah. out of, you know, like just come on, man. 
Okay. So do you, do you know what this really tells us? Branding is fucking hard, man. It is oh, yeah. so hard to come up with a good fucking name. They're all taken. If, if you gave us like, hey guys, you guys are gonna <laughs> name you guys are gonna name an NFL team. What's it gonna be? I fucking panic and be like, uh, the 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 Washington the football team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the the Washington uh uh storm Washington storm uh the 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 red rain Washington red rain like I just panic. The the Washington that motherfuckers. Fucking, that- I like I like I like doing so. I don't hate the name. It's just like you just pick the bad one because there's so much bad shit that can go wrong with it. The commies, you goddamn commies. You think you think that's not going to be the fucking post every time? It's always going to be the commies. It's like it's like the um, second worst nickname you can have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so hard. How many bulldogs are there in college football? That's true. A lot. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not hard, but fuck you. You're saying uh, these. You're paying these marketing people fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Figure yeah. it the fuck out. I, I liked like, like War Eagles or something like that, but then you've still got the Eagles. It's just fucking. It's, it's impossible. It's tough. I'm not. I'm no, not saying it's not. It's tough. a no-win situation. Just, yeah, they just they need to fire their fucking marketing department. Yeah, I mean, I think they probably just outsourced it to a firm, and they're never going to get work again. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of it was fan vote, wasn't it? They had a fan vote and they took it into consideration, but as much oh, as they take in shit, so yeah, exactly. The people, you know, they should have been like the Washington weak legs or like the Washington Smiths for like Alex Smith's Was- leg injury or like the, the Washington Feismans. The the Washington Tibias. The the, the Washington <laughs> RG threes. The RG threes. The, the the Washington. Uh, Apple <laughs> because of George Washington. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the I see that's the, a the old, it's a reach. It's a reach. <laughs> the old Washington. Had to do something piece. with history. Nah. The Washington Revolution. The, old, the Washington War Criminals. Nope, shouldn't do that. No. <laughs> the Washington the White old, Guys. Hey, that tracks. <laughs> that Snyder would have loved that. Washington White old. Guys and powder wigs. <laughs> and wood teeth, Washington wood teeth. Why don't you just do the senators? Does that, that makes sense? Sorry, it's taken. Then they'd have a whole fucking copyright battle with the senators. With the yeah, but they're the Ottawa senators. It's different. It doesn't matter. Spell it different. <laughs> Spell it wrong. Just, they should just call them the Washington janitors. They're, that name's there never gonna be taken. <laughs> The only NFL team that cleans up the shit on Sundays, the Washington Janitors. <laughs> With star wide receiver who loves to pick up the shit, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> no, he doesn't like to pick it up. He likes it on his chest. Uh, o- Odell Beckham, the fucking he, – when he was on the Browns, that, that joke – was just like <laughs> that joke hit different. Like, of course, it was always the Browns. It's exactly where he's going. He likes shit on his chest. He's. It also guy. helped that he was total shit with the Browns. I mean, it was it was life True. imitating art. It was art imitating life. This man loved to get a nice big juicy turd on his chest in a hotel room, and he liked laying a nice juicy turd on the field. But it wasn't his fault. It was Baker's. We already talked about that. I'm I'm not gonna say shit. I'll, I'll I was, leave, wait, I'll I was waiting back. for you to pipe in. I'm just no, leave I'll leave that for, 
I'll leave that he, for he was day. he was shit on for eighteen weeks. Leave the kid alone. He's just a poor little fella. Leave him alone, boys. <laughs> if we've got nothing else for the program, that's all the notes I have. Um, I think we did a pretty good show without a uh, uh, JB here. I hope to God that he's enjoying his uh, pong game and his little mud hut, drinking fucking. My ties. My, my ties and Kazakhstan <laughs> eating waffles. I hope he's having a great time. He's going to come back like three shades darker because he's sunburned as fuck. <laughs> he's just going to leak sand. He's going to, next week when we're doing our fucking show, next he's going to like itch and like sand's going to fall out. <laughs> next week, he, uh, when uh, Beach is doing the intro, he's just going to cut him off and be like, let me tell you about Kyle Trask. <laughs> I've been waiting seven days to tell you about Kyle Trask. If he doesn't, the show will pack up. The show will never do another show. Uh, yeah, I, know. I think we'll. I think we'll. I think we'll have to cancel ourselves and rebrand. Oh no, not branding! Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're gonna go from Let's shit post. That. We're gonna go from shit post to piss post. Hey, we already got the backup. Pretty good one. It's not a bad name, as the young kids say. That'll fuck boys. This was a good show. Um, anything else out of you boys? Anything else you want to share with the group? Uh, uh, one thing I since Kyle didn't get to uh weigh in on the Barry Bonds thing, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, when yeah we did that when we did that a couple weeks ago. MLB put out their top 100 players of all time, and Barry Bonds landed at number eight, which is pretty high. It's no, it's. I, I think it's a good. I think it's a good place for him. But also, if he's the eighth best player of all time, put his ass in the hall. What are we doing? Can you imagine who would you say is the eighth best NFL player of all time? It's probably a quarterback because they get rated higher, which is Dan Marino. But Russell Wilson. No. There we go. I like that. Okay. Can you imagine if? 10 years from now, Russell Wilson's name comes up and they're just like, no, no. Actually, Russell is a really bad example because he was friendly with the media. This would have to be, a, you know, what the best example of this is, is probably T.O. Yeah. Yeah. That's a and good then one. he finally got in and he didn't even go. That was the <laughs> best part. He, he got in and he ghosted the Hall of Fame ceremony to have the Hall of Fame ceremony somewhere else. Didn't he have it at his uh, as college or his high school or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it's all yeah. the matter. That is, yeah. a, that is an all-time power move, man. It's 100% it's most, a T.O. move, too. It's the it's the most T.O. thing that T.O. has ever done. And he's done a lot of T.O. shit. It's so T.O. it hurts. Um, But, like, I just... <laughs> first and foremost, ESPN with another fucking shitty list. Who could have guessed? They have Derek Jeter in front of Mariano Rivera. Oh, I hope Billy's not listening because he's not going to like this. And Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols' 11 years in St. Louis are better than Derek Jeter's entire career. Fuck championships. That doesn't mean shit. He was the best player in baseball for 10 years. I don't I don't know if you listened to the episode when, when we talked about this. I shit on Derek Jeter for about five minutes. He's the he's one of he is statistically it's not an opinion it's a it's a fact. It, mm-hmm. He is statistically one of the worst defensive shortstops in the history of baseball. Ranked. Yeah, he had a two he had a two step range. The most iconic New York line 
on commentary is pass the ja- pass the diving Jeta because he was always out of position. When they got A Rod, Derek was like, "No, dog, we already got a shortstop," and made the superior defender learn third base. Can you imagine knowing you're a terrible defensive player, and then whenever a Gold Glove player gets signed to your team, you're like, "Sorry, dog, you got to go over there." What? That's what? Like us and, he, Greg, and he's. What? Are you kidding me? It's like us having what? Greg Garcia right now and being like, "Sorry, Nolan Arenado, you got to learn how to play second. Shut the probably fuck hurt up. You to say that. <laughs> it did. I love Greg Garcia. <laughs> but in regards to Bonds and Clemens and these guys, who, who fucking cares? Who fucking cares if they exactly? Used... Who gives a shit? Because. Roger Clemens won three Cy Youngs before he used. And Barry Bonds was a 40 home run, 40 stolen base player in fucking Pittsburgh. Did he start using drugs and bulk up? Yeah, absolutely. Did that boost his home run numbers? Yes. Did it make him a better player? 100% no. He was the best player in the sport for 17 years he has more walks than strikeouts he's one of the best hitters of all time like there it does steroids are not you have to be able and to hit the fucking ball those guys those guys did not use drugs to make themselves better those drugs were used to recover and to bulk up yes but bulking up doesn't make you a better player in fact it makes you a worse player the only thing that does is make you strong. It doesn't make you athletic. It doesn't make you see the ball and have the hand-eye, the elite level of high hand-eye coordination that it takes to be a professional baseball player. Um, it's just, it's just a travesty. It's a fucking joke. And my favorite thing going around right now is people saying the Giants should sign him to a one-day contract, have him play in a game so his fucking, and then retire the next day so his clock restarts because yes. it's absolute yep. bullshit that. We're going to see David Ortiz, who I believe should be in the Hall of Fame, but years behind these guys. It's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. It, also, they took steroids to save the game of baseball. So, uh, yeah. yeah. It was on its way out, man. <laughs> if there's no steroid you know era, we we're not talking about baseball today. We you know what we need in baseball right week. now? Another fucking steroid era. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Juice them up. Make it mandatory. That's that's one of my I, favorite I, uh, Daniel Tosh jokes of all time. I want my athletes on all of the drugs. Juice them up. That's, I said the same thing. In sports than whenever you guys are on. You know how you, you play at your absolute highest peak level? Being on fucking boosters. That's how. I said the same thing a couple weeks ago. Let them all take steroids and see what the fuck happens. I guarantee the ratings and attendance go through the fucking roof. We can save baseball. Just give them the steroids. Exactly. It just it, that 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 it's never gonna not bother me because I do believe strongly believe that if Barry Bonds would have been more welcoming to the media because he was very much not, um, mm-hmm. he would have been a first ballot Hall of Famer because the guys that get in on the first ballot like David. All they did their entire careers was suck off the media. And the fact that writers, writers, get journalists get to decide 
who is in the Hall of Fame and who isn't is fucking ridiculous. It should be like the Heisman, where only winners get to pick. Mm-hmm. See, I, I never understood that either. I figured it'd be like you know the peers. If you if you were a professional baseball player, here you go. Here's a ballot. Who do you who do you think should get in? Will Will Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and Pete Rose all be in the Hall of Fame someday? Yeah, absolutely. They'll get in on the the senior committee. Um, Pete Rose probably won't get in until he dies, um, which is a shame. Like like Ron Santo didn't get into the Hall of Fame until he died, um, and um, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens will both be old. I really appreciated uh, Roger Clemens' candor on Twitter when he's like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm moving on with my life. I'm not looking backwards anymore. I know exactly the kind of player that I was, and so does everybody that watched me. And it's true. Like, there wouldn't be this much outrage if if everyone knew that they shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. For Black sure. mark on the game. Black mark on the game. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things where baseball can't get out of its own way. Just get the fuck out of the way. Let these boys in. Um, just come to the rationality that doing the steroids did not make them all around better baseball players. Just fucking like I said, let them in. Nobody fucking cares. In twenty in twenty years, it's just gonna be like, well, Jesus Christ, why the fuck weren't these guys in? Because all these old fucking riders are they're gonna die off, or they're not gonna have any sort of fucking semblance on the game. And then people who are making those decisions remember watching these players, and then they're fucking all in on them. So yep, yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy, but. You know, it is what it is. Time to time to move on from that topic because there's we can talk it we can talk it in circles to death, but it's never going to change anything. They'll they'll get in eventually, and it'll be a great day. But until then, kind of sucks. No doubt, boys. This was a fun one. I think we went a little bit over an hour, maybe hour and a half. We went pretty long. Um, thanks for hopping on. Episode four of Shit Post is in the books, boys. A uh, cup of drinks pod coming down the pipeline. Next week, we will have, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, Super Bowl. Fuck, we're going to have our gambling analysis for the Super Bowl. We're going to have, I forgot what fucking week it was. I thought we were already in the offseason. I thought, in my head, I already <laughs> thought the Bengals won the Super Bowl. So <laughs> we're going to have the analysis next week on the show, along with some other stuff. Boys, we're signing off. It's great seeing your beautiful faces, and we'll see you here next week. Cheers, boys. Later. We out.